What's going on, everybody? You're listening to the High Performance Producer Podcast, where we give you the catalyst to enhance your music career and stop procrastination through actionable strategies. Join myself, Cody, and my co-host, Jared, on a journey to unlock your true potential and gain the skills of self-confidence, discipline, self-control, and the grit needed to optimize your musical journey. What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the High Performance Producers Podcast. Uh, Today, we are going to be addressing the problems that you have with finishing your tracks. And this is a problem that that all of us have dealt with in some form of another. And um, it it is undoubtedly a a constant... uh, a constant battle that you have to overcome during every studio session. It's going to ebb and flow throughout your musical career. Um, but there are plenty of strategies and tactics to uh, to overcome this obstacle. And one of the main reasons, one of the first reasons I can think off of uh, the top of my head for um, in regards to a reason for not finishing your track is simply the lack of self-confidence that you may have in your art. And the best way to to build that self-confidence is through patience and time with your craft. Uh, It's we're we're all in this for the long game. Uh, Every overnight success is 10 years in the making. And I and, and there's there's no substitute for time. And even thinking on my own personal journey with uh uh, with my both efficacy and capacity within Ableton and then my efficacy and capacity on the saxophone or stage performance or podcasting, all of that self-confidence has has been built over time. And the best way to accelerate that is to ensure that you're getting your butt in your studio chair every single day and, and honing in your craft. Um, Jared, what what has that development of of self confidence in in regards to to releasing and finishing your tunes? Uh, what does that look like for you, man? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for me, one thing that I always think about is people try to almost perfect their tracks when it, when it comes to putting them out, and they want things to be the most. Um, you definitely want it to be polished off, but you're always searching for the next thing and the next thing, and you're always almost looking for the imperfections. This way, you can continuously work on it, whereas I've kind of learned that if, again, through some of the things that you mentioned earlier, through building confidence in the practice of it, you can start to become more comfortable with the outcome that you get from that uh, practice session or just from your actual beat making sessions or music making sessions. But it's all about making sure that you eventually build up to the point where you can release something and you're confident enough in it. It's not something like you said that happens overnight, but you definitely have to work towards it. Yeah, and it's... Well, and we've talked about this in previous episodes, and it's ensuring that you have structure and, and schedule in your day, so so you have time for your craft. And um, I believe it, it was on the last episode, or maybe two episodes ago, where we were talking about the importance of, or 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 the the creative energy that exists within the morning, or or the the strategy of producing and work, honing in your craft in the morning, so so you don't get distracted, which is common mm-hmm. in in daily life. Um, so there's there's definitely ways to overcome it, and and once again, it's we're all in this game for the long haul, but you can accelerate your growth and and get and and get you closer to your success quicker um, through that dedicated time. And exactly. uh, yeah, one another aspect is uh, to 
in regards to honing your craft, it's it's learning the tools that that are involved within your craft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I completely agree with that. A lot of times people come up with this excuse of I don't have the the right gear or I don't have enough gear or I need this new plug-in, I need this new whatever the heck it happens to be. That's uh, the, the shiny new toy, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times what you don't realize is the things that you have already are usually good enough to get the job done, A, or at least good enough to learn the process of getting the job done, whether that be, again, something like finishing a track and putting some ear candy in there, doing some transitions, doing some arrangement work, things of that nature. You don't always need all these crazy things. Again, once you get to maybe a certain level, especially in terms of mixing and and mastering or uh, certain processes, you might need to have certain pieces of gear. But especially when you're just trying to start off or when you're just trying to go through the journey, you don't need anything too crazy. And you should really try to spend the time with the gear that you have instead of trying to worry about the gear that you want. And through that, you'll start to realize uh, certain uh, styles or certain characteristics will come out in your production because of the gear that you have and because you're pushing the limitation of that gear in a new way for yourself. So that's kind of one of the cool sides that comes out of trying to use the gear that you have as well. Um, And again, to come back to the point of finishing your tracks, a lot of times people don't realize that even if you were to get the new piece of gear, you're still going to be uh, have that same problem where you're searching for the next one, you're searching for the next one, and you're going to reach the same cap, the same limit with each of those new pieces of gear that you get, as opposed to eventually breaking through the limit and realizing that there's a higher p- potential for each of these pieces of gear, as opposed to, again, gather, gathering a whole collection of them uh, and not knowing necessarily how to, uh, again, push through that limit, so to speak, with any single one of them. Um, but ha- what's your experience maybe, especially being a more seasoned uh, saxophone player uh, in terms of learning your instrument and making sure that you spend the time with it? Yeah, well, first I want to say that's a... Um, I, I was just thinking of analogy of, of an analogy for everything that you said, and it's essentially keeping up with the Joneses for uh, musical gear and musical equipment, and, and that never ends. Um, just like you said, you can you can always upgrade your equipment and uh as soon as you as soon as you buy some shiny new piece of gear or shiny new plug in there's there's going to be another one that pops out and you're going to instantly want it and, um mm-hmm. and so so i guess thinking about even my studio monitors like i i produce on KRK Rocket 5s and i know there are better studio monitors out there and i've had these monitors for i think 5 years at this point and so I, I've I've even caught myself being in the cycle of, ooh, I should I should get some new monitors. But then at the same time, I know these monitors so well. My yeah. my ears are 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 so trained to these monitors, and unfortunately, my my bandmate also lives in the house, and he has um, some like Yamaha, I think S sixes or S sevens, and we bounce back and forth to to listen to each other's monitors, and we almost know each other's monitors just as well as we know our own. But um there's honestly no need for me to to upgrade in my opinion just because i i know the equipment so well and um for the saxophone this is going to be hypocritical because i do have one of the best saxophones that that you can get but i uh i for let's see for our first crystal grip performances when i performed in the college band i was still utilizing the saxophone that i had in high school um and it worked and it worked. And mm-hmm. then, of course, as um, as my 
as my efficacy and capacity grew with the instruments, I, I wanted to hit those upgrades. And, um, and we're not saying don't, don't get upgrades. You know, it's nice to, it is nice to upgrade your equipment, but, um, don't think that upgrading uh, your equipment is going to solve the underlying problem of not, of not finishing your tracks. Um, and I, yeah. And I, I think another direct parallel to, to learning your tools, um, and I, I think it's equally as important is, is learning, learning the fundamentals of the structure of the tracks that you're creating. Cause when I'm talking to producers, so many, so many pr- producers get stuck and they don't finish their track because their track doesn't feel complete. And it might be as simple as adding, um, some sweep transitions, um, a little bit of ear candy and some drum fills. And then that ties everything together. And so um, making sure that you carve out time to to learn both the tools that you're utilizing, but also that that the the fundamental structure of the tunes that you're working on, because uh, a lot of the time when people get stuck on their track, they're 90 percent done. They're mm-hmm. 95% done and they, yep. they just need some transitions, That's... some fills and some ear candy to, to polish that track out. You said it, you, you hit the nail on the head with that one. And, and that's something that always gets me is that people have, whether it be like five, six, seven tracks that they just have sitting unfinished like every month, let's just say, and like those mm-hmm. pile up and it keeps piling up over the course of years. And just by learning these fundamentals and spending the time again, instead of looking at maybe that other piece of gear and, and maybe trying to waste time learning that again learning how to use transitions better learning or maybe listening to other music and learning the arrangements that they use and learning how to properly use bridges and things like that if you're into that type of music or if you're into more beat making learning just how to use hooks and verses properly and not even getting Mm -hmm. too fancy with it at the time but understanding these things is something that's super important and like you said having these fundamentals and knowing that um, there's some sort of process and some sort of framework or, or almost, uh, and even in the experience of journey that you have to go on to learn all of these things. But what's something that's maybe helped you and something that's been uh, fundamental in your process to learning that stuff? I, well, it, it's the, um, uh, the self-taught education, uh, of course, attending YouTube university. That's, uh, that's definitely a go-to way. There's, there's so many tutorials out there from talented artists that, that can, that can help teach you how to, um, how to finish those tracks and to, to find those, um, those nuggets of information that, that will allow you to, um, complete those tracks. But even better than that, it's, excuse me, it is the individual attention that I can get from asking people in my network, um, what their thoughts are and getting advice directly, directly from the source and getting, um, uh, just those external opinions. And, and Jared, I think this is a perfect opportunity to, to open up the door for anybody that's listening to, um, to this episode. If they, if they have six, seven tracks laying around that are unfinished, Hit us up. We'd love to. We'd love to take a listen, and and maybe we could we could point out those uh, fundamental areas um, of your tunes that that just need to be filled in in order for you to complete your track. And then if you have enough tracks lying around, you might just have a, an entire album waiting to be released. So um, definitely hit hit us up, and uh, we're, we're we'll be happy to to listen through your tunes and and to give you feedback. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah, yeah, and there's and. And don't be afraid to ask for help, especially with people in your network. 
Um, because of course, networking and building those relationships within your industry, within your genres is, is so key and so important. And, and honestly, half of the fun of, mm-hmm. of creating music. So, uh, not only do you, um, could you ask for help and feedback, but coming from the chill hop and the lo-fi world, ask to collaborate. And even the hip hop scene in general, so many other artists and producers are are willing to collaborate. And so if you if you have if you have a track that's 50 percent complete, 60 percent, 70 percent complete, reach out to some other artists, send it to them and they they might uh, be inspired to help finish it, especially if you send it to a saxophonist or a trumpeter or uh, a sample pack creator like yourself, you know, you might mm-hmm. be able to to slap together a groove and and help take that track to the next level and and put a nice bow on it and release it out into the world. I think that that's one of the best tips that you can give to the audience at this point. Um, it's when you're trying to again finishing your finish your tracks, finish your beats, finish whatever it is your project. To not be scared to ask other people, whether that be someone that's in more of like a mentorship or a guide, or just as your friends and stuff like that. So like for me in particular, like I know like. Uh, a great one is I literally don't play the saxophone. I, ne- I don't even have the, the chance to it. So like if I, when I need saxophone, I, I know I can go to Cody or I'm pretty terrible at playing guitar. I, I'm just starting to learn. So like I have a friend that plays guitar and I can always hit him up. And same thing with X instrument or Y instrument or maybe literally for things like the transitions and the ear candy and just little things in the arrangement to make sure that the track feels uh, right and feels full and all of these things that are necessary. So whether that be again through your friends, through your network or through asking other people for help, um, the, the comparison I always like to make is uh, you don't try to climb Mount Everest with, without a guide. You know, it's like this is a journey at the end of the day. And even something like finishing your tracks and making sure that you release a project and that you launch your project in the right process and have the, the right uh, marketing behind it and things of this nature as well. Um, all that is super important. And by asking people for help, it can actually help you to do those things that you're trying to prosper, such as, again, finishing your tracks or releasing that next project. Um, so, again, I think that's an amazing point that you make. And I think it's a huge takeaway that people can can use and, and literally start today or tomorrow. So take those five or six or, again, maybe hundreds of tracks like a lot of us might have <laughs> of tracks and maybe pick a couple of them and send them out to to a few friends that you know um, would be able to help finish them, but yeah, we're uh, we're we're not on uh, this journey alone. We're we're all in this together, and there is a global network of of artists and producers that are either um, at lower levels, at the same levels, or further along in their artistic journey, and um, that that are more than willing to to collaborate and and help out. So, uh, everybody that's tuning in, don't be shy. Uh, make sure to to reach out to your network, even reach out to to some of your favorite artists and and see if they're they're willing to help and and once again, reach out to us because we're more than happy to. Um, and and Jared, today's episode was pretty rapid fire, but but just to recap, we we were just talking all things, um, all all of the problems that that individuals may have with finishing their tracks. So number one, uh, making sure you're developing your self confidence through uh, the time spent with your craft. Uh, 
building up your efficacy and capacity by learning your tools, setting that side of time to to learn your instrument, hone in your craft, uh, hone in the the fundamentals of the structure of the of the music that you're actually creating, uh, and then of course, lastly, don't be scared to ask for help. Utilize your network and um, and, and truly grow together with all of the the producer friends that you're making and that you'll make in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great wrap up. And again, for everyone out there, make sure you go and take action on on some of these steps that we, that we gave you today in order to hopefully wrap up some of those tracks that you have unfinished. And uh, and I don't know if you got anything else for them, but I think uh, if anybody wants to talk to us again, like Cody said earlier, also uh, hit us up at High Performance Producers on Instagram. If you want to reach out to us, definitely shoot us a message. But uh, sorry, I know I cut you off there, but anything else you want to say? <laughs> no, that's it, man. Let's, uh, hey, everybody that's tuning in, let's uh, let's finish those tracks. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. But, all right. Have a good day, everyone. And definitely tune in for the next episode. Peace. Later, everyone. <laughs>